Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations. This is the podcast where we discuss career counselling, career guidance, mental health awareness and mental health training in the workplace. With your hosts, Patrick, Sally, Tina and Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Careers and Mental Health Conversations podcast. I'm with our Mental Health Director, Tina. Welcome back, Tina. Hey, Pat. Thanks very much. And uh, today we're talking about uh, the seminar that we just ran last week, which was called How to Create Mentally Well Workplaces in 2019. Tina, you were one of our very good guest speakers that we had. So I'll touch on uh, what you shared with us in a moment. We also had Matthew Little, a strategic uh, work health safety manager from VisionStream here in Queensland, a very big telco company. And we were also very lucky to have James Hill, one of Australia's first ever mental health advocates at Energy Queensland, another very big company who are really being proactive in what they're doing in, in creating new mental health roles, uh, bringing in you know, specialists or growing specialists from their own team who can go out and train their workforce. And, and um, James really spoke from the heart, as did Matt. It was a, a really fun evening. How did you find everything, Tina? Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. The, the turnout was great and the diversity of, um, of people that came along um, and participated was just fantastic. Yeah, we, we were actually a bit taken away because we av- started advertising it six weeks in advance, thinking, you know, it's, it's a fairly new topic. It's not new to us, but, you know, a lot of people are still educating themselves in this area. And sure, sure enough, the tickets basically sold out in the first two weeks and, and we had a really good response. So it was just something which we think, um, well, we're surprised by how quickly it got a response. And then the feedback that we gained from participants was also amazing. So it was very encouraging for us to hear that so many professionals, and I do say professionals because the, the sorts of people that turned up were CEOs, COOs, health safety professionals, HR managers, strategic managers, there was psych- psychologists. It was a really good and diverse mix. And some of the companies, um, the people representing, you know, from large superannuation companies, mining and resources companies, construction w- were well represented, training institutions. It was a really good cross-section of our business community. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. And uh, it was quite heartening, really, to know that um, workplaces in Australia are really starting to take home the message of how important it is to look after their workers. In fact, one of my um, opening sentences in my presentation was asking the question of um, of those that were present uh, and asking them, would you rather have employees who are engaged, focused, enthusiastic, committed to their work, innovative and creative, or workers who are stressed out, angry, depressed, burned out and apathetic? And then I went on to explain how science and medicine support that this is common sense, that we look after our employees um, and that well-run organisations do just that. And to see a room full of faces staring back at me with their nodding their heads and agreeing, um, it is heartening because when it feels sometimes as if you're pushing a message and pushing a message and maybe it's not getting through um, as widely as you want to and then you put on a seminar like that and you have a room full of people that are on the same page and really wanting to care for their staff. It's wonderful. Oh, it was, it was good. And Matt, who spoke first, so Matt being the strategic worth, uh, work health safety manager at VisionStream, I think he really covered it from a business perspective how important it is. And a few of the things that really resonated with me about what Matt spoke about is management buy-in, that as soon as the managers really invest their time and effort into educating their workforce – 
And he even sort of elaborated that one of the leaders in their business actually shared a story with the workforce on on mental health, on their own mental health journey. And after that, the response they got from the rest of the workers who were obviously sitting there going, oh, well, my leader is opening up. I can open up. There's no st- – well, there's always a little bit of stigma, unfortunately, but that stigma is coming down, like that's reducing. I found that really inspirational. I thought that was a great thing to share. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like permission giving. Yes, exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, leaders and, and managers in, in senior roles have a huge responsibility to um, – to demonstrate to their workers that they are human beings at the end of the day yes. and we all are. So, yeah, the response there was was amazing um, to somebody opening up. It was brilliant. And he's also sharing some tips about how to get more engagement when you start bringing this stuff up because a lot of people, if they don't understand mental health or mental illness issues, will sort of shut it down. I guess they don't want to be caught out not understanding but one of Matt's little tips or tricks for the evening was – Relate it to something in the community, and his his reference was sports. Yeah, you know, they, he, yeah. he related it to sports, and he broke down barriers about oh, you know, um, and whether it was sports talk or a sports person who's opened up, and all of a sudden conversation was flowing, and that gets back to the topic in a roundabout way, but it's effective. Yeah, and I and I like that, and I agree with that approach because if we approach anything to do with mentally well workplaces from a negative perspective then it's very difficult to get buy-in from people. But if we approach it from a positive perspective in terms of what would you gain, um, and it, obviously for, for us it feels like common sense, but I can understand why for some workplaces it doesn't feel like common sense. But we need to be presenting the facts of the positive outcomes of having productive workers. And when and, and one of the phrases that I used in um, my presentation was, uh, as around, was around culture, um, but it's not about a cultural revolution. No. We're not talking about completely changing the culture of an organization not at all what what we're, what we're encouraging businesses to do is to put mental health uh, alongside physical first uh, sorry physical health in workplaces um, and start speaking up about mental health issues and mental health acceptance in workplaces as easily as you talk about physical health in workplaces exactly and, and one of the other little tricks shared was as soon as they had, um, slightly tweaked their EAP, EAP model, so instead of calling through, you're able to text through, yeah. a lot of their remote workforce all of a sudden started texting through and EAP saw an uptake. And, and that's not a massive company change. You're not putting extra dollars in really. You know, that, that's not a huge HR policy adjustment. That's as simple as changing the level of communication and that was effective for their workforce as they have a lot of people all around Queensland who all of a sudden were able to communicate with someone on an important matter via a different yeah, method yeah. and it worked for them. Absolutely. And, so, and we've been offering text-based services for a while now and yeah. we know that you've got to use different channels of communication with people so that they can get in touch with their EAP providers in the way that best suits them. Exactly. And James from Energy Queensland, um, he's, he's doing some amazing things. Him and Aaron. So Aaron also pioneered that mental health advocate role. It was great to hear the story of how that came about. So James himself and Aaron were both field workers. So no experience uh, in terms of they don't come from a psychological no. or doctrine background. And you don't um, need to. But they were brave enough to raise mental health with their superiors almost to the point where this, they got a seat at the table with the CEO who um, obviously listened and listened well and said, okay, 
I believe you. Let, what, are you, what are we going to do about it? And that was the creation of their roles. And, and that story, there's a lot more to it, but that story was brilliant because how powerful is it to have a CEO listen to uh, a field worker or supervisor in James's case and go, right, well, I love this. What do we, how, how do we do it? So uh, Energy Queensland have created two new roles from scratch with their own workforce. And now they're training all of their employees across Queensland and there's thousands. And they're available to support employees in any way, shape or form that the employee needs. And it's, it's fantastic. Um, and I think the success of Energy Queensland rides on the back of the fact that it was, it's, it was an employee that was listened to. And any business in Australia can do that. Being a leader in, in a business doesn't mean that you have all of the answers and you know the direction that your business has to go in in all aspects of, of your business. You tap into your employees. These are your best resource because your employees will be able to tell you where the pressure points are in your workplaces, what causes the, right, the, the, the high level stress. When stress itself isn't a mental illness, but um, un- left untreated and unsupported can develop yeah. into. And employees will be able to tell you from the ground what it is they need to be supported and that's exactly what James and Aaron did and there we, now we have the success of a mental health mental health advocates at Energy Queensland and bloody good on them yeah, too. Yeah, and, and shining a light for other companies to take yeah. note and, and I know um, from what I hear other companies are reaching out and yeah. asking them more about this which is amazing flow on effect and maybe you could give us a very quick summary of, of what you talked about because you sort of shared some preventative tips and strategies for employers and employees, uh, talked about how you know, training and support can be accessed and why that's important, uh, as well as the benefits to uh, creating a mentally well workplace. Yeah, sure. So one of the first things I talked about was the importance of understanding the baseline of each of your employees, if possible. And obviously, if it's a big company, you need to rely on your managers to know their staff. And it's really important that we become aware of what's going on in our um, our employees' lives, particularly around life events like births, bereavements, weddings, relationship breakdowns, promotions. These are all um, stress-inducing life events that we need to be keeping an eye on people yeah. for. Um, I talked about how important it is to know what our stresses are specific to our industries. So, for example, if you're in a sales industry, I know it's very high pressured um, and very target driven. Results, yeah. Um, and then there, you might be working in an industry which is um, providing support to people. And that can be very pressured in a different kind of way. So we need to know what our stresses are in the workplace. And the only way that we're going to find this kind of information out is not to think we know it all as leaders, but ask the bloody employees. They will tell you what's going on. You don't need to guess it. Um, I also then talked about the importance of setting the culture of of mental health acceptance. Mental health awareness is one thing. Mental health acceptance is another Um, from the get go. And we need to make sure that our culture of mental health acceptance in our workplaces aligns with our with the values of our business and we need to set this from the get-go right from recruitment Um, and our mental health induction program is a fantastic way to set the culture from the get-go letting staff know as soon as they come into our businesses as employees that we celebrate people reaching out for help when things get tough because inevitably it's going to happen exactly Um, and we want we want people to be looked after Um, I also talked about the importance of including mental health as an agenda item on any team meeting, any meeting that has um, health and safety 
um, discussed so it, that, that so that health and safety doesn't just focus on physical health, it focuses on emotional health too. Um, and also promoting our um, mental health policies and plans in our businesses and making sure that employees understand the content of these policies um, and can contribute to the mental health policies in workplaces. Now, I know a lot of workplaces don't have mental health policies, but they are essential yeah. um, to embedding in the culture of an organization the importance of mental health. Um, the other things I talked about really was mainly around kind of training and, and raising awareness of mental health issues and also where to find support and ensuring that our, our leaders are endorsing the message because we need to role model these things. Um, other pieces of information, I think, well, let's have a look what I talked about. Oh, free online resources are really good for some organizations. So Black Dog Institute, Beyond Blue, those kinds of things. Um, and... Mental health first aiders. Yeah. We need a mental health first aider for every physical first aider that workplaces have um, to look after our staff. Yeah, ideally one in every business in Australia. That's something we've – well, any um, avid listener of this podcast will know we've talked about that at length. So, yeah. Uh, but still very dear to to our core beliefs and, and something we – is. I mean, it's still growing in popularity, which is Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. But the, the interest that we're getting around the induction, yeah. uh, the online induction for employees – um, that businesses are, are putting their staff through now from the get-go is just it's just marvellous. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, and we had a, a really lively Q and A afterwards, which um, it went uh, it was it was good because you know so many people in the room who stayed and then uh, had a question, which I always think is a good barometer mm. of um, how you have engaged, how the speakers have engaged the room. It was amazing. I couldn't get around quick enough with my microphone to to um, answer them all, but uh, yeah. it was yeah, it was good a good sign and. You know, we took some feedback from participants and, and some people were talking about how they loved hearing about the experience of someone working in the field yeah. and then creating a new role. Uh, we had other people talk about that uh, they got a lot of value out of seeing the link the same as physical health yeah. and hadn't thought of it from that perspective before, which was also very good. One lady loved, uh, I think it might have been your piece, on taking accountability and responsibility uh, yeah. for your own. Yeah. I see. I do talk about this a lot. And you I do. think yeah, you know, sometimes people feel that maybe you shouldn't really say it, but I'm a really big advocate that we are all responsible for our own mental health and we are all, all accountable for keeping well in workplaces in exactly the same way as we're responsible for our physical health. The only caveat I'll put on that is that we need to be educating people in workplaces about what mental health is because there's a huge misconception about mental health, mental illness, all of these things. What Are they one thing? Are they the same? Yes. What constitutes mental illness? How do I know if I'm not, not doing so well with my mental health? So we have to educate people around that um, in our organizations and then understand that it is our own responsibility. We are individually accountable for monitoring our own mental health and and the sooner we are supported if we're becoming unwell the better our, our outcomes are just like we are our physical health True. right yeah exactly so no no difference there yeah. uh, one one actually lady which uh, was amazing feedback senzel told us that she sends our podcast to her remote workers to listen to yeah i love that yeah yeah hi so, to all the remote workers out there <laughs> that's listening? awesome yeah so uh, we hope you get some value out of this you know we're actually nearly up to 50 episodes and we i think we've got so many so much to talk about i'm sure We'll get to 100, yeah. uh, which will be amazing. So we've got some big guests coming on soon. We do. So, but like, lastly, I think we really just wanted to thank everyone who came. Like I said, when when we set it up six weeks ago, we we knew it's an important topic. We talk about it so much in our own environment, 
but it really blew us away how many businesses were so quick to jump on and ask questions and, and come along and support us. Yeah. And um, I think it's it's going to inspire us. We, we want to run another one probably a bit later in the year yeah. and, and choose a slightly different topic on the, along the same lines, yep. get some get some guest speakers in, might be a breakfast, might be an evening. And, um, oh, we love the input. I mean, yeah. the input, at, the Q&A at the end was brilliant. It was good. But I wanted to carry on, but we kind of ran out of time. Yeah, we went over time and, yeah, because yeah. I could talk about this till the cows Exactly. I feel like we could just do a Q&A and, yeah. and go for a couple of hours. But, maybe um, we should. Maybe we'll we should. Get, give us the feedback, you know, anyone that's listening to this. If you'd rather just we have a short presentation and then focus solely Q the rest a. of the time on Q&A, maybe we can do that. But doesn't that just tell you, like, there's so much um, qu- inquisitiveness over this yeah. topic. There's, there's so many questions still to be answered. Like, the fact that nearly everyone had their hand up, mm. I was like, oh, no. no. I was yeah. like, here we go. We've got, we've got to rush, run you around the whole room. You were working the room. Yeah, I was yeah. working the room. Yeah. And I just sort of stepped back and thought, this is brilliant. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you go to events and no one puts their hand up and then you're like, oh, is everyone a bit nervous here? And then yeah. do they not want to stand out? But that that was like the opposite. It was. Yeah. And there was one guy actually um, that really waited patiently. And he put Every time somebody kind of wrapped up with a response to a question, I could see him out the corner of my eye, put his hand up. We had other it, people jumping in. Yeah, yeah. and then there were people jumping in and I and I kept kind of acknowledging him and so I've, I've got you in my sights. And then when, it, when it, we finally managed to get round to him, I, yeah, thank you very much for your patience. And, and it was had a an great awesome question. question. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 And it was something I th- we hadn't heard yet. And it was, yeah, I was it was like, brilliant. Oh, now I know why you kept your hand up. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was a great night. So thank you, everyone. And, and stay tuned for something probably more in, in line with July, August time, I think. We'll probably look yeah. to run another one. And um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be another amazing night. I can already tell all morning. Uh, so just before we wrap up today, uh, tomorrow we uh, next week, sorry, we're, we're going to have a week off the podcast due to the Easter break. Uh, but stay tuned because the week after we've got someone very exciting coming on, uh, a well-known celebrity, I guess, yep. um, known across Australia. And then we've got some huge guests coming up right all the way through to June, July time. We've got some international people coming on, yeah. CEOs of very big companies, and uh, it's going to be a great couple of months for our podcast. So we're excited to share the guests with you when they come on and uh, stay tuned. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to these it could be your full-time job (laughs) (laughs) but no and thank you to everyone who's listening so we're we're away for a week next week we'll be back around the 22nd 23rd i believe and we look forward to uh, having another conversation with you then have a good easter thank you have a great easter everybody if you enjoyed this podcast and you would like us to appear in your feed please hit the subscribe button and you're also welcome to leave us a review for more information visit careerdevelopmentcenter.com.au